You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Well, well, Grand Rising, everybody. Welcome to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And it is a fabulous Friday today. I'm loving that the sun is out there. I hope y'all are enjoying it too. And of course, we have a great show lined up for you. It's always going to be fabulous. When my first guest is in the Bennett building, Miss Jennifer Ness Tucker is going to be bringing us some details on the black business uh, in excellence. And we're going to be hearing about this amazing leadership that they have going on. So I can't wait to dive in with her. And then we have a special guest who's going to be closing out the show for us. Yaddy's in the building. Yadessa Bohia. We're going to be talking about all things modern Raka Festival and how he's bringing his artistry to the amazing lineup. You guys know we've been talking about this for a while. So it's happening this weekend. Madaraka is upon us. So make sure you guys are tuning in right there at Pier 62. We'll be talking all about that later in the show. Of course, right now it's the top of the show. So it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream. Yes, you get to be a part of this as well. Sharing this stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. Of course, if you cannot watch our TV shows here on Converge, don't worry. We got you covered. You guys can listen to all of our shows anywhere you find your your favorite podcast, Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, over 200 different platforms, I think. So you guys can find us, search Converge Media Network. And to find me, make sure you also search The Day with Trey. We have uh, some great messages for y'all. And I'm going to start with the Commercial Tenant Improvement Fund because Jennifer S. Tucker knows a bit about this. A lot of our Black businesses out there and small businesses in general can really benefit from this fund put on by the Office of Economic Development. People can now apply for up to $100,000 in a grant that will then go to your tenant improvements that are necessary. As we are building more and more spaces that are absolutely providing commercial space at an affordable rate, we also have to think about the fact that a lot of tenants come into these spaces and they need to retrofit it for their specific business, which is oftentimes a big chunk of money. So make sure you guys are sharing that resource with folks that you know have small businesses, are looking to get into commercial spaces. We still want our brick and mortar, yes, many of us shop online, but brick and mortar is really the backbone of this nation. So make sure you guys are sharing that resource out there with folks that you know could benefit from that specific fund. And shout out to Office of Economic Development for putting that together, investing $1.9 million into that is so necessary. Also, you guys can still cop your tickets. You guys saw that commercial there a couple of times. Elixir of Love is still going on until August 20th. Make sure you guys go see this amazing opera. And I'm telling you because what we really want to start seeing is more and more diverse audiences in our world of artistry here throughout King County, Seattle, and Washington State. There's so many amazing things that we have going on. So make sure you guys go check this out. It is family friendly. It is a fun show. Not a not any tragedies going on so you guys can actually enjoy a lighthearted opera with the elixir of love and of course 
We got our last commercial here, Jazz Ed. Jazz Ed is in the building. They were just here uh, with us. Nicole was here with us this week. We want y'all to understand that this opportunity is available. And clearly, based on what Nicole was saying, they are taking a different type of approach. They are bringing it to spaces where people are already gathering, where families already are. If you have a scholar, fourth grade and above, make sure you guys check out that resource so that they can learn more about the world of jazz. But of course, right now, on set with me. I have Miss Jennifer Ness Tucker is joining us. She's going to be telling us all about Black business excellence and, you know, they're always connected to the RUDS Rub initiative. So let's give it up for Miss Jennifer Ness. What's up? Hey. How are you? Thank you for having me, Triana. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we started the week off with Lewis Rudd, who was in yeah. the building. So he was telling us a bit about this. But Black business and excellence, you guys have been doing a lot and you guys have a lot going on. Tell us all about it. So Black-Owned Business Excellence is a collaboration of uh, about two dozen volunteers. We come together for the purpose of elevating our Black businesses. So from education to putting money in their hands to making sure that once they get the money, they know what to do with it, to really truly elevating Black businesses here in Washington. Um, we've had tremendous success. We've been able to touch over um, 800 businesses in the last three years. Yeah, it's been amazing. Um, and so what we're doing with the RUDS Rub Initiative, we're supporting them in the very first inaugural Black Business Leadership Conference. So we bring in, we're bringing together folks around um, legal operations, financial management, professional development, and then brands and sales and marketing. So we have um, attorneys, we have uh, business professionals, we have all these folks and probably 95% of them look just like us so that we can hear from them. We can relate to the stories that they're telling us. And so some of the topics are things like franchising and being a franchisor and understanding what that means and the legalities of that. And then looking at your partnership agreements, like looking at things that could really trip you up or get you in trouble and helping you to identify those things first before there's an issue. And so we have um, different folks coming in on talking about storytelling, how you can really tell your brand story and not just be trying to sell folks on whatever it is you're doing, but doing it the right way and branding like a corporation and not like a small business. Um, we have folks talking about the tips and tricks for bookkeeping and tax preparation. So really the things that a lot of our businesses um, don't have knowledge of, because a lot of them are hustles. Like we all started wrong. A lot of us started wrong. And so this conference is an opportunity to help us get on the right page and also elevate our businesses to the next level. Well, this is phenomenal. I mean, one of the things I got to say is that I, I really get firsthand knowledge of how intentional we're being when we talk about folks like yourself who then pour into those who are looking to start. I mean, you really come from a, a phenomenal background and you're bringing all of your expertise into this. But all of the folks that you work with, all of the ones that are going to be there leading these conferences and leading these workshops, they bring a wealth of knowledge with them. How do you work to build up that network so that you can connect with people who are successful? but are also looking to share their tips and tricks for success. I think the, the most awesome part about um, what we're doing at this conference is we just asked. 
We went out, we put out an RFP and said, hey, we're looking for presenters. And in that RFP, we said, we want folks that can speak to the language that folks understand. Don't come here talking about, you know, whatever, and we don't even get it. Come here and speak to us on our level and help us to elevate. So when we put out that call, it was an overwhelming response. It was nobody that said, yeah, no, I don't have time for that. There are folks that are flying in from Florida, North Carolina, California, flying in for this conference to present. And we're giving them a very small stipend. I mean, when I say small, it's small. So, and they were doing it before they even knew that they were getting a stipend. So these folks are heavily invested in elevating black businesses here in Washington. And that's the beauty of just sharing our networks. And one of the things that I think is beautiful is Lewis came up with this idea. And what he said was, these are things that I wish I had when I got started. This is my network that have helped me to grow to 18 franchises. And so he's introducing us to, this is my attorney, my actual attorney, and they can help you. And given those resources and given that network, I mean, we're trying to build network and net worth at the same time. And we can't do that by being in silos. And so the biggest thing I think about this um, conference is that, that collaboration piece. Nobody's coming in here like, oh, I'm a chief and you bow down. None of that. It's like here, here, I'm here to serve. Here's what I have. Here's my knowledge. Here's my expertise. And I'm giving it freely to whoever wants to be in that room. And that's the beautiful part about it. Yeah, it really is. I mean, we talk about conferences like this all the time. And oftentimes it's a hefty cost for the attendee, mm -hmm. right? Because people are trying to figure out how to recuperate costs based on how they set up the fundraising and the fi uh, financing for something like this. So I love hearing that this is something that's going to be open to black business owners and those who are looking to start, maybe you've already started, but, but this is that foundation that's so necessary for so many folks. And oftentimes too, we don't talk about the need for kind of these wraparound kind of services, doing it in a culturally responsive way, which is so key to a lot of us in terms of success and longevity of these businesses. So I'm really excited for this. I mean, what are the details of this conference? How do people get engaged? Okay. How do they connect? You know, I mean, I started like a production company, but I'm not I haven't even really started it yet. I'm still doing these things on the ground. Yeah, so I would love to learn more about you how should to absolutely come, Trayana. So the thing about it is we our tickets are as low as twenty five dollars and there are scholarships. So if anybody says I want a scholarship, I hate to say need because, you know, we find money to do whatever it is we want to do. But if anybody wants a scholarship, they can just simply email rub at ezelsfamouschicken.com. And for ticket information, you can go on Eventbrite. There's a website. It's rriseattle.org or .com. And um, again, it's super simple. It's out there. And anybody that wants to come should come. It's an all-day event. It starts at 10 o'clock. We have sessions every hour for 45 minutes. We have lunch. We have breakfast. Like everything is taken care of. We have lift credits. Like we're breaking down all the barriers. Wow. If somebody said, I don't have a ride, here's a lift credit for you. Up to $50 on that day. So get there and get back on a lift if you need to. We have um, DoorDash is one of our sponsors. Like we have, we're breaking down all the barriers because this is an opportunity that we don't get every day. Mm -hmm. These conferences be like, $1,500, right? <laughs> right? You know, so we, we broke down the cost so that that is not a barrier. Um, a lot of people were talking about, oh, I don't want to be in a space with over 100 people. Guess what? We have violet air filtration systems 
in the place that we're paying for to make sure that it's cleaning that air every 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. So every barrier that people might have for coming into this environment, we are eliminating oh so that goodness. we can have as many of us there to get the information. And, you know, I, this is really phenomenal, Jennifer Ness. And, and, and one thing that you said that really struck me is the consistency here. I mean, you're talking about touching 800 businesses in the past three years. That is phenomenal in and of itself, but it also showcases what you were describing in terms of that collaborative approach mm -hmm. and really being able to expand the networks and utilizing the networks you already have to really make this direct impact. What day is this conference on? The conference is August 20th. 2022. So next Saturday is down at Pier 70. It's um, Miller Nash is one of the hosts, one of the sponsors. They're giving us their entire space, like three floors of space. Beautiful. Right on the water. Um, but it's Pier 70, 10 to 4 on Saturday, August 20th. Oh, Jennifer Ness, thank you so much for being You're here. Welcome. And thank you for your dedication to uplifting Black business here in Washington for State. Sure. You're doing a phenomenal job. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Oh, wow. I got goosies about that because honestly, that's what I'm talking about when I think about the inspiration. I always want our guests to be able to bring y'all. They bring it to me every time. So thank you for listening. And I want to thank Jennifer Ness for doing all the work that she's doing. Make sure you guys, if you guys know a Black business, know of you know a small business who's looking to benefit and really get their feet, their footing underneath them, really maybe expand their business, thinking about franchising, all of the things that she mentioned. Make sure you guys check this out. Go to the website. You guys can also find it on Eventbrite, as she said, but get your tickets today. And if you are finding yourself say, look, that scholarship is going to be beneficial for, for me right now, make sure you also apply for that scholarship. Sounds like the barriers are, you know, uh, knocked all the way down for you to participate. And if it's not for you, make sure you share it with anybody that you know who could benefit from this amazing opportunity well coming up we get to wrap up the show with yaddy yaddy's in the building we're going to be talking about his artistry and how he's bringing his artistry to the Madaraka festival stage this year you guys it's happening this weekend so we'll be talking all about it right after this short break stay tuned you're watching the day with trey Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and I'm so happy that Yaddy's in the building. We're going to be talking about Madaraka Festival. What's up, Yaddy? Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm really happy to be here. It's like uh, I've been hugged with all amazing black history, especially in this past few months, but I can see Ellington and uh, Showbox, it cannot get better. Yeah. So I'm yeah. so happy to be here. Absolutely. Well, we welcome you wholeheartedly into the Black Media Matters studios and glad that you could join us and, and make time in your schedule. Now, this year's Madaraka Festival, man, it's like, it looks like it's going to be so lit. I know talking to Simon, he was so excited about the all of the food that's going to be there, the culture, the vendors, and of course, the music. Tell us a bit about what got you into what you do. Well, um, first of all, I, I'm so happy that to be here. I already mentioned that, but I also be here with you because uh, having all the, um, especially have our voice be represented by our own self, uh, makes a whole lot of difference, especially I'm a, I'm a person that works in a lot of media and marketing, and I know the lack thereof of our voice. So being here by itself is a great honor for me. Um, so when it comes to Madaraka, um, I, I knew um, Simon for a long time now, uh, but my first Madaraka, when I went to see his first Madaraka show, this is our eighth year, mm -hmm. I was so impressed by the goal and the, the work that put together. And I, can, I basically 
can see at that time the promise this program have, like this festival can have in the long run, especially in connecting the bridge between the African-American community and Africa itself. Um, I'm a, as a person who grew up, uh, born in Africa and lived here, I can see there's a big disconnect between the two. And when I see the Madaraka Festival, I knew I have a very important role in connecting the two dots. Yeah. So I jumped on it right away. Um, so the next year, uh, on the second one, I was actually one of the people that joined as a, a art director and creating the art shows and stuff. And then after that, on the third year, I performed myself on the stage in EMP. Now that it's uh, uh, soap up or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Mopop. Mopop, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so this is going to be my second performance on the stage. So I'm a musician. I play, I do uh, reggae in Ethiopian language. But music is universal, so I'm going to bring my, my my music to the stage. Oh, my goodness. This is exciting. I mean, you know, one of the things that I appreciate about what you said and also what Simon was bringing was that, you know, we get to combine and, and really break down those barriers when we talk about African-American culture and African culture. We get to break down those barriers when we just share in an amazing event like this, right? It's like food, friends, fun, family, you know, amazing music and artistry. That right there is, you know, oftentimes a major connector because we're all like musical beings. Right. And, and especially that there's so many things in terms of original language that come from just sound. So there's a real direct connection to the basis of many cultures, like majority of the cultures in the world that start with like sound and that connection to another being. So I love that you say that and that you mentioned this, because I think for almost any artist who's involved in Madaraka, you also have to really take that into account in terms of how you're showing up on the stage. And so what are you really looking forward to, to giving the audience in this year's Madaraka Festival with your music and your artistry when you think about that intentionality of br bridging that gap, of bringing everyone together? How do you take that on and what are you looking forward to? Well, um, just to, um, not to toot my own horn, but I, I wanted to tell you why I take this as a code myself. A um, lot of people don't know it here, but because it's not well publicized, but the biggest organization in Africa is called African Union that represents all 54 countries. It's like the United Nations of Africa. Mm -hmm. um, and I am the designer of the flag of Africa. Wow. And I went in there and met all the world presidents and um, has created a unity in Africa itself. Uh, and then, so when I come back to Seattle and see and meet our brothers and sisters here, um, I see a big disconnect of what's happening in Africa right now and what we are dealing with here. For example, Africa is right now growing in a very an impressive way. Um, there are problems, as we always, we hear the problems, but we don't hear the progress. Africa is progressing in a way that's really impressive. Um, there is opportunity for investment, opportunity to go back and reclaim the roots because African-Americans have the legal, legal claim on the land of Africa because black people came from Africa and that's a homeland. Uh, forever, whatever history that happened, it is always there to be reclaimed and the right owners of Africa are African-Americans. So I always think of the buying power of African-Americans, uh, the, the ability to 
raise a lot of money and then also have a land that actually belongs to their ancestors means a lot to me personally. Mm -hmm. So when I see the connection between these two things and I said, this needs to be explored more. Um, I remember I went back to Africa in 2019. I know the, the question you asked me is a little bit different, but I'm kind of, I, I come back to that one. But when I went back to 2019, I ran into uh, an NBA player in the airport. Uh, his name is David West. He plays for Warriors. And I'm like, what are you doing here? And he said, I came back here to invest on solar energy. And so there are African-Americans that are actually going back and actually trying to do the right thing. Africa sometimes can be you know, disappointing um, in a way of not being ready for business. But if you actually uh, stay with it, it will have, it's be very rewarding. You can see it in Ghana, you can see it in Ethiopia, you can mm -hmm. see in other countries where things are, business are growing and I don't want our community be left out of that. So it's a time to remind them that. So when I bring my music on the stage, um, and I also want people to know that the music even we performing is a black people music. So um, that's why the beats, the sound, even like the, when we hear reggae music, it's a sound of the oppressed. It's a sound that actually originated from Africa and the beat, the drum, that's what connected us. So yes, we probably speak different languages, but we are from the same origins. So we, um, that's what we were trying to connect when we perform in these stages. And I think Madaraka has really beautifully put together to show the vast opportunity of Africa for African-Americans. Yeah, you know, I, I love that you told that story because I think it's so critical and crucial. And thank you for bringing your expertise in terms of what you were able to accomplish there with the African flag and this, this message of unity there to to hear yeah. is so key. Uh, you know, when, when Simon was here, we were talking about like, look, we, we need to do something that kind of breaks down these barriers. And really it's the ideology, yeah. right? Because oftentimes what's not spoken about is that when people, you know, migrate to America, oftentimes they're told not to associate with African-Americans, right? So it's not, it's really not their fault. It's like if they think, oh, well, this is what's going to be my best interest and they don't know. It's not until you're here and experiencing it and building those relationships that you get to start breaking that down. Say, wait a minute. why Now, why would they tell me that? Right. But if you don't, uh, first of all, recognize that that's one of the things that is happening. So it's not their own ideas that make them kind of be like, eh, I'm not sure if I want to, you know, connect with you all. It's really something that's implanted. So I love that you're bringing that story together here and bringing that level of, you know, intentionality to your artistry to the stage because you're so right about us connecting over the drums and everything. So I I'm just so excited. Look, I'm going to be gone. So I'm missing this year's Madaraka. I told Simon, no, next year. Year, I, I'm, I'm putting it on my calendar. I'm not going to be missing it, but I'm so glad that you'll be there. You got a second now to make sure everybody knows when to come and see you on stage at this year's Madaraka Festival. You can look right there. Let them know. Thank you very <laughs> much for that. And um, Madaraka Festival is happening this Saturday and Sunday from 4 to 10 p.m. at Pier 62 in downtown Seattle. You can come and bring your family. It's a free event. And also you can mingle and meet other people in the meet. It's like a networking was fun. That's what I can describe it. And also um, it's like we are growing every year and the hope is for us to pass a very rich culture in this Pacific Northwest or in the United States uh, to create that unity 
and oneness between people in here in Africa. So be a part of this great adventure. Be there Saturday and Sunday from 10 to from 4 to 10 p.m. at Pier 62. Absolutely. Oh, Yadi, thank you so much for being here and have a great, great show this weekend. Thank you. And I hope this is just the beginning of our uh, interaction. I want to come back more and talk more about art and be a part of this great endeavor. And I, I'm really happy and I, whatever, whatever I can help this organization, I'll be there for you guys. You got it. You got it. Yeah. It's just the beginning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing indeed. And I just want to thank you all. You know, this is what I'm talking about here every day right here in this seat. I get to experience amazing people doing amazing things. And I realized that we needed to put a spotlight on it and have us a, a, a daily show where we could talk about all of these things, artistry, business, news, fashion, travel, like all of the things. And I really hope you guys are enjoying the day with Trey as much as I am enjoying sitting here to talk to amazing individuals like Gaddy and like Jennifer Ness. I want to thank them both for joining me on today's episode. Such a phenomenal thing both of them are doing in their realm and in their world. And y'all know for me, I want y'all to be inspired because they are both doing it in different ways. It doesn't matter what your talent is, your time, talent, or treasure. But at the end of the day, when you're using it to be a part of the solution and to move things forward, to break down all of these other kind of thoughts that have kept us divided. When you're using it to be a part of your community, when you're using it to invest in other businesses and in the next generation and young people, trust and believe that you're making an impact. So that's why I always encourage all of you to see yourself as a part of the solution. That's really what it means. And of course, this weekend right here on Converge Media, can't let y'all go without talking about Weird at Night. Weird at Night is coming up tomorrow at 10 p.m. Make sure you guys are tuning in right here where you are watching or listening. You guys can find Weird at Night there as well. Our friends over there in the Wanniverse are going to keep it weird for you. And of course, it's going to be a great show. And then Sunday, we got to make sure we give y'all Truly Unruly with the Trufons. Tab in at 8 p.m. so you guys can hear all about their love story. And that's it for me this week, y'all. So I want to thank y'all for welcoming me back to such an amazing welcome week with all of these great guests and all of my crew here and my family at Converge. Thank you guys for all of the love that you guys have been pouring in uh, to me and my family. People have been sending flowers and gifts and coming by with food. We just appreciate y'all and I want to thank you guys again for that. And of course, until Monday at 11 a.m., Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.